section one hundred and seven of england scotland ireland and wales this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the world's story volume ten england scotland ireland and wales edited by eva march tappan section one hundred and seven beth gillert or the grave of the greyhound about twelve twenty by william robert spencer the llewellyn whose hasty temper was the death of his faithful dog was llewellyn op yorward or llewellyn the great he brought both norman barons and welsh chieftains under his rule and gave valiant assistance to the barons in their struggle to force king john to sign magna carta unluckily for the probability of the story of gellert tales greatly similar to this have been found in russian sanskrit arabian and many other languages the welsh version has been handed down by tradition for seven hundred years and is generally received throughout wales of the so-called tomb of gellert george burrow says the tomb or what is said to be the tomb of gellert stands in a beautiful meadow just below the precipitous side of Carriglan. it consists of a large slab lying on its side and two upright stones it is shaded by a weeping willow and is surrounded by a hexagonal paling who is there acquainted with the legend whether he believes that the dog lies beneath those stones or not can visit them without exclaiming with a sigh poor gellert the editor the spearman heard the bugle sound and cheerily smiled the morn and many a brock and many a hound obeyed llewellyn's horn and still he blew a louder blast and gave a lustier cheer come gellert come word never last llewellyn's horn to hear oh where doth faithful gellert roam the flower of all his race so true so brave a lamb at home a lion in the chase twas only at llewellyn's board the faithful gellert fed he watched he served he cheered his lord and sentinelled his bed in sooth he was a peerless hound the gift of royal john but now no gellert could be found and all the chase rode on and now as o'er the rocks and dells the gallant chidings rise all snowdon's craggy chaos yells the many mingled cries that day llewellyn little loved the chase of heart and hair and scant and small the booty proved for gellert was not there unpleased llewellyn homeward hide when near the portal seat his truant gellert he espied bounding his lord to greet but when he gained his castle door aghast the chieftain stood the hound all o'er was smeared with gore his lips his fangs ran blood llewellyn gazed with fierce surprise unused such looks to meet his favourite checked his joyful guise and crouched and licked his feet onward in haste llewellyn passed and on went gellert too 
and still where'er his eyes he cast fresh blood-gouts shocked his view or turned his infant's bed he found with blood-stained covert rent and all around the walls and ground with recent blood besprent he called his child no voice replied he searched with terror wild blood blood he found on every side but nowhere found his child hell hound my child's by thee devoured the frantic father cried and to the hilt his vengeful sword he plunged in gellert's side his suppliant looks as prone he fell no pity could impart but still his gellert's dying yell passed heavy o'er his heart aroused by gellert's dying yell some slumberer wakened nigh what words the parent's joy could tell to hear his infant's cry concealed beneath a tumbled heap his hurried search had missed all glowing from his rosy sleep the cherub boy he kissed nor scathe had he nor harm nor dread but the same couch beneath lay a gaunt wolf all torn and dead tremendous still in death ah what was then llewellyn's pain for now the truth was clear his gallant hound the wolf had slain to save llewellyn's heir vain vain was all llewellyn's woe best of thy kind adieu the frantic blow which laid thee low this heart shall ever rue and now a gallant tomb they raise with costly sculpture deck and marbles storied with his praise poor gellert's bones protect there never could the spearman pass or forester unmoved there off the tear besprinkled grass llewellyn's sorrow proved and there he hung his horn and spear and there as evening fell in fancy's ear he oft would hear poor gellert's dying yell and till great snowdon's rocks grow old and cease the storm to brave the consecrated spot shall hold the name of gellert's grave end of section one hundred and seven this recording is in the public domain